All right, welcome in. You mean the SEC. It is time for Alabama. We have arrived. I don't know. How do you feel about uh, like knowing that this was coming, like that we were going to, in prepping for Alabama? This was probably the episode I worked the least for. Yeah, why? Because it's like, if you're looking to get the lowdown on Alabama from the last 10 years, which mm-hmm. is why you're here, dear listener, I mean, what's more to say than to say they were really good and they won about everything. Right. And they averaged 1.5 losses a year. That's some quick math for you. You did not do that math on your own. Yeah, I did. I just did. You did? 15 losses over 10 years. Okay. Get out of here. What are you you (laughs) talking Product of the Kentucky public school system there, there you go i almost screwed up how to talk there <laughs> you so. did you did um, you know this is in prepping for this usually i look and try to like find the highlights of the last 10 years for a lot of teams but for alabama i had to go find the lows i'm like when did they lose that's what i did <laughs> i wanted to know like who they lose to the most mm-hmm. and what teams did they lose to and yeah. who's the most random team that they lost to and also uh, in things like that also in prepping for this i got sad a lot yeah um it was not really fun for me as a georgia fan for the last 10 years when's the last time now georgia doesn't play alabama every year correct so when's the last time that georgia has beaten alabama i don't have i don't you don't have that date i don't oh i'm sorry I don't know the answer, so I can't tell you. I feel like it was... Did they beat Alabama when you were in college? No. Siri. Siri, where are you? (laughs) No, I don't... Okay, I remember when they came the same year that we blacked out Auburn, and then we won. It was one of my favorite games I ever went to as a student, and then... Alabama came and we're like, let's black out Alabama. And I remember thinking, this is a bad idea. And we lost that game and it was very upsetting. It was 2007. Right. I think I'm thinking 2008. Did we play them at? When yep. Did we play 2008. Yes. Was when they lost. So at home. 2007, which was Saban's first year. Right. You won in overtime uh, in Tuscaloosa. Okay. And the next year uh, you lost in Athens and have played five times since and have not won any of those. Thank you. Some of them in tragic scenarios. Kentucky last beat Alabama in 1997. Nice. Fun times. That is a fun fact. But we very rarely play Alabama, so it's not something I get too upset about. Unlike you. Um, Well, it's just, I think, you know, it is so few times and they're all so tragic. (laughs) Well, it's tragic for most teams. And I think what, you know, Unlike most um, most teams and schools that we cover, uh, it really, you know, when we look at like a year-by-year narrative, like ups and downs for Alabama, the ups have yeah, obviously been consistent. Uh, so what we will do, obviously, is, is kind of walk through the progression of how Alabama has evolved over the last 10 years uh, because they had – uh, already won, I believe, their first national title. I think 2009, yes. I think. So yep. 
so going into the decade, Alabama is already on top. Uh, sorry, Piper's being a little high maintenance. She is. is Piper a, okay? She's got she like five is. blankets over there. She's good now. Up. Oh, she was giving me the so. eyes, and I had to figure out if she needed to go outside. or. She, she just, just needed her snuggle. She just needed her comfort. That's true. This there is she is. Old dog. That's right. Okay, so I tried to transition that in my head, but there is no transition from old dog to Alabama. Um, so I, I'm sure we could find I'm one sure if we worked one, hard but, enough. Um, I'm, my brain's not working that well. Okay, great. Okay, so let's just kind of run through kind of quickly the 10 years. Yeah. Is that good? All right, so 2010. <laughs> this, this episode is like, Bama's good. We're going to give you what you want. We're going to tell you some of the highlights. Uh, but let's let's go ahead and rock and roll. A lot of time, it really for me, what was helpful was kind of piecing together when all of these memorable moments happened so maybe that's what we can kind of help um do so 2010 they fresh off of a a national national championship Mm -hmm. and they go 10 and 3 okay so let's just sit here uh just hold your like maybe hold on to something if you're listening alabama lost three games in one year this was their worst season in the whole decade. Is that what I'm hearing? They lost three games in a in a in a calendar year. In a calendar year. That is, this blows you away. And not only that, but it's who did they lose to? One of the teams. They lost to Auburn, LSU, yeah, okay. and, and South Carolina. South Carolina. I vividly remember that game. Bama was number one. That was in the Carolina. Steve Spurrier mm-hmm. bringing him up there, and we'll get to Carolina here in a few weeks. But uh, I mean, it was a shocking win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if when you look back at the teams that Bama lost to over the decade, I would say it's the most random. Yes, definitely. of the team. Even though Carolina was ranked nineteenth, it's not like they were a terrible team. I believe that year went to the SEC title game. So mm-hmm. also yeah. that was the only SEC East team that beat Alabama the entire decade. Really, I guess that's it's true. The only one. Jeez. Oh, now, granted, they only play three a year. Right, if yeah. you do the math, like two in the regular season, showing up. Tennessee they play every year, so that doesn't count. That so makes they're sense, playing, I guess. they're playing a, a a random SEC East team every year, and then they play uh, obviously in the title game mm-hmm. if they make the, the SEC title game, which right. Alabama generally does. So right. uh, that's that's an one fact. one loss to SEC East team the whole Gosh, year. Gosh, and so they lose to LSU, and then they also, as we talked about last time, lost to Auburn, where they had a lead by twenty four. Yeah, and they blew that lead. Yeah, that was Auburn's year. That was Cam Newton, right. and and it 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 showed that. Um, the the down years for Alabama are going to be you're going to go to the Capital One Citrus Bowl mm-hmm. and crush a Big Ten team, mm-hmm. which is what happened. Cotton Bowl. Uh, what Cotton Bowl? Yeah, I thought it was the Cotton Bowl. 2010, 2011. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought the Citrus. Um, I could honestly, when the calendar year switches, it's tough to follow. It's tough to follow. It is tough so to follow. I could have that wrong. Yeah, but in any case, uh, they win that bowl game big time. So big names from 2010: Julio Jones, Mark Ingram, and Greg McElroy. Remember those names? It's yeah. just like kind of like a flashback, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. So then we go into 2011, and you know what? I bet Nick Saban is furious after that terrible 2010 season. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? go to the national championship <laughs> yeah and this of course is the year uh, we're getting to the point where we do these primers that we've we're kind of coming back to games that we've covered right. already yeah um 
this was the year that LSU, this is the defense year, right. 2011. So this is game of the century. Game of the century, LSU winning 9-6. to six. But uh, because of the BCS, Bama only had one loss. They did not have to risk that record in the SEC title game because LSU was already undefeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, LSU beat Georgia pretty convincingly in the mm-hmm. SEC championship game. Uh, and then the BCS matches up Bama and LSU, and Bama gets the first of their four national titles uh, in the decade, winning 21 to nothing. That's right. Just creaming. I need- oh, there it is again. <laughs> Bringing <laughs> it back. Bringing it back. So that's the year with Trent Richardson, Jeremy Shelley. Um, so, yeah, so now we got two national championships under Nick Saban. So let's see. What, what do you do after that? Well, one of the themes that I think – it's going to happen over the decade is that when there is a down year, Bama is going to come back to the top of the heap. Mm-hmm. And by down year, we're usually talking about two losses. Right. Uh, or more. So they're, they're going to come back, mm-hmm. uh, which I think shows you just again, how phenomenal a coach Nick Saban is to identify the weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And then usually by hiring different coordinators mm-hmm. or, um, you know, placing some sort of different uh, emphasis in the defensive scheme, uh, making those adjustments to be able to, to take out the top contenders uh, in the SEC the next year. Mm-hmm. That's right. So 2012, um, they come back, same record, 11-1. and one. And this is um, the Manziel year. Yes. So, so their one loss is to A&M. A&M, first year for A&M in the SEC. That's right. Uh, 2012. And also, uh, I mean, Johnny Manziel, who became a national uh, cult hero, basically, for Texas A&M, uh, was able to win that game in uh, in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. 29-24. Um, but that didn't keep them, I guess, I can't remember where it I can't remember where still, still BCS. Still BCS. Anyways, I don't yeah. know. They ended up still going to the SC Championship. Beat Georgia, yeah, thirty-two twenty-eight, and a game where Georgia very sad, <laughs> very I don't painful. I don't know if that's top three sad moment for Georgia against. Uh, I think it's probably up there. Is that the one we were in Wilmore? Yes, yeah, watching. I, that uh, was horrible. Shout out Wilmore, Kentucky. Um, <laughs> but I think uh, you know that was a game. Aaron Murray uh, for Georgia uh, throws a pass, and the Georgia player is tackled at about the five yard line. Mm-hmm. Uh, no timeouts. Clock runs out. Alabama wins, thirty-two mm-hmm. twenty-eight. That then was the year that Alabama went on to play Notre Dame, the mm-hmm. national title game. And do you remember the controversy revolving Notre Dame headed into that national championship game? I don't think I do. Was this the catfish? Guy? That would have been catfish. Yeah, I remember the guy's name. Oh. It's a, it's a fun name to it say. It is. Tell me. Manti Teo. Manti Teo. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing. He's in the NFL. He is. He's okay. playing football. Oh, good. For I'm a living. Because I was kind of worried about. So him. what happened with that? Do you so, what do you remember? What I remember is. So and before we get into that, he's a linebacker for Notre Dame. Great defensive player. Right. And for a good Notre Dame team. So throughout the season, it kind of came out that. Um, he is a player that has overcome these tragedies. Uh, one of them, I think his mom had cancer and maybe died, but maybe she just had cancer. And then he has... Did this, we just kill her off? <laughs> I might have. I can't remember. And then also his girlfriend died. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so it's like, oh, this guy, he's so great. He's like this great player for Notre Dame. And he, um, his girlfriend died. He's playing through the tragedy. And then I, I feel like it was before this game. It was, yeah. That we found out that he didn't have a girlfriend. And it was not to his knowledge. It's not that he was just completely, you know, manipulating the, situa- the situation. He himself was manipulated. Right. And these, like, letters he was writing to this girl, and it turned out that he had been catfished. Now, if you're not familiar with Urban Dictionary or any other parlance of that nature, that's a funny word. Um, what does it mean to be catfished? Um, that means when somebody pretends to be a person and tricks you in falling in love with them. Yes, it's, yes. That was, that, been, that was almost it? like illustrated. I'm like, I don't need to. I know. Because that was well said. So um, it's, it's definitely, sad. it is, it is sad. Um, so I don't know, but I remember that was kind of a, a wild year. You know what I remember from that game is, um, so the quarterback for uh, Alabama that year was A.J. McCarron. And um, during, I think it was the Notre Dame game, um, some his girlfriend was there. Oh, yes. <laughs> and the announcer, Musburger, was really infatuated by her. He loved that she was I think was her name watching. is Catherine Webb. Sure. Yeah, that's And they're not right. together anymore. But oh, that's sad. Yeah, I think they're both doing just fine. Anyways, he just kept... I don't <laughs> feel like the camera kept going, and he kept being like, she is beautiful. I know. He but had, she is. Brent, Brent had a lot to say. Anyways, it was pretty funny. All right, so they win the national championship that year. So yes, we got two destroy in a Notre row. Dame. Two out of three uh, for the for the decade so far. Seems like there's nothing that can happen uh, that can stop Alabama from just wrecking everyone. Right. Uh, but then we come to the the magical year of 2013. Right. So 20... at least not for Alabama. Right. So 2013, um, this is going to spark some memories from last week or last time when we talked about Auburn. Whenever that was. Yeah, whenever that was. Um, So Alabama goes um, perfect. Perfect season until. Yeah, so they're 11-0. 11-0 and going into the Iron Bowl. Right. And then as you remember, we've talked about a couple times, the epic pick six game occurs. Kick six. Kick six. Yeah. No what's picking. a what's a pick six? Pick six is when the defensive player runs it back for a touchdown. Oh, okay. I was yeah. gonna say, did I pull that out of note? Did which, I make up a new? Which, time to now? be fair, is exactly what happens in this play. Well, the defensive player runs it back for a touchdown. Oh, but of course, it was kicked him. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. So kicks, which is the kick six, which we've talked right. about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they lose to Auburn, um, and end up going to the Sugar Bowl. And what happens? Do they? So I think that's when Auburn goes to the SEC championship and, over them because they won. And I think, doesn't Alabama get beat in the Sugar Bowl that year? Yes. They get paddled yeah, by it's Oklahoma. Two. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And this is like 45-31. Oklahoma was like ranked 11th. And so this is yeah. not like a classically, that's I mean, true. Oklahoma can always score. They can't defend anybody mm-hmm. usually um so that's like a resounding loss and you think just how close because bama you know let's say they beat auburn they're going to be in the national title game likely mm-hmm. against florida state mm-hmm. um Jameis winston they they lose that game uh against auburn and then they lose the sugar bowl and these are two like resounding loss i mean just devastating losses to close out 
uh, to close out the year. Mm-hmm. And I think it's at this point, Nick Saban uh, starts to kind of look at how things are changing. He loses that. I'm not saying it is the Oklahoma game was like the, the end all be all and like the, the big changing thing. But we talked already about how the, the tendency is when Alabama has a two loss season, mm-hmm. changes need to be made. Right. Right. So he's going to uh, make a decision about and, and it, it's not something that happens overnight, but it's kind of the evolution of Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. And we're and we're looking at in the context of 2013, 2013. We're looking at four years to where Auburn has been to two national title games. Right. Split them, right? Uh, LSU has been to a national title game and is a consistent threat in mm-hmm. the SEC West. So even though Alabama is ahead of them, it's not that Alabama is way ahead. Right. So the, And then you have A&M with Johnny Manziel. So like it, Alabama is the best, but there is this, this, I guess, lack of invincibility after that 2013 season. Right, that, you know, you can still have Auburn. Like, you still have Auburn every year. You still have LSU. Right. You still have these teams. And I'm saying broader, you- like, there's a lack of, like, there. there's kind of a, a sign, a warning sign for Nick Saban that if, you know, if we don't continue to adapt to changing football trends. Oh, then, I see what you're saying. Then our stay upon the top mm-hmm. is going to be threatened very easily. Gotcha. Um, so he makes the decision around this time to hire a very unconventional offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And that would be Lane Kiffin. Right. Who had recently been let go from Southern Cal. Mm-hmm. So Saban had always been a very uh, conservative offensive kind of coach. I mean, he's not calling the plays. He's not mm-hmm. an offensive coach. But he really didn't want to put his team in a position where the, the defense couldn't win. Mm-hmm. And if you look, I mean, the, the LSU, like, game of century, 9-6, 21-0. Right. Defense is how they that, won. That is, is how, how they, they did it, is right. they did it by defense. But now Saban is going to acknowledge he's seen kind of the changes. He sees this Oklahoma team throw up 45 on his defense. Yeah. He's like, well, maybe there's something that I can do a little bit different to adapt to the changing way that the game is going to be played. Mm-hmm. And like we say, he does that. He mm-hmm. hires Lane Kiffin, uh, who had previously coached at Tennessee for a year and then Southern Cal for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be the new offensive coordinator at Alabama. Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen is you're going to see it doesn't happen overnight, but you're going to start to see Alabama totally change its identity in the middle of this decade. And I think that's the biggest theme here because they're going to have to do it because there is another growing giant Mm -hmm. in the southeastern part of our country Mm -hmm. that's not in the sec Mm -hmm. that's going to be growing as a a formidable rival right and i don't think if saban had made these changes when he did that alabama would be in a position to be able to counter clemson right in the way that it comes and rises to power right and trevor lawrence I really, when you were saying that, I was like, what is living in the southeastern part of the state that's going to attack? I was like, is he talking about COVID? Is that where we already jumped in? Little did you know, but COVID started in a small lab in Clemson, (laughs) South Carolina. Take that as your highlight. Some people might believe that. A lot of people would say. All right, so moving on, you know, like Ben said, kind of looking at the scores are going to be changing. Yeah. You're not going to have a 9 and 6 or a 21 and 0 even. Those days are gone. It's the big 12 of vacation. 
of the SEC. I okay. mean, Big okay. 12 was always known in the first part of the decade as they just score a lot of points. Right. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Right, Texas Tech scoring 70. They give up 80 every game, but they're scoring 70. So, right. like, how can they – the SEC – needed to upgrade its offense to be able to continue to to be on top and Mm -hmm. Saban's going to lead the way here Mm -hmm. yeah so kind of looking as you move on through so we again we've talked about um we talked about Ole Miss last time not Auburn well and that's a yeah and that's the thing so you get into 2014 you got the Mississippi's the crazy Mississippi's year yes so you got uh 2014 and 2015 you got the two losses to Ole Miss which we talked about in the Ole Miss episodes um but 2014, they Alabama still won the SEC championship. Right, went to the Sugar Bowl, and they, uh, I believe, are the number one seed in the inaugural playoff. Mm-hmm. And you know, everyone's like, "Well, this could be fun." The mm-hmm. playoff, and they get matched up with Ohio State, right? Who boat races them, right? I mean, it's just it, it's not even close. And it showed it can. Well, it was close. It was a some point game, but Ohio State, I mean, was clearly the better team. Mm-hmm. So it shows that this experiment, <coughs> excuse me, this experiment that that Saban seen kind of this evolution that he's leading the program through in the middle part of the decade, it's continuing. You know, mm-hmm. anytime you have two straight years where there's no national title, it's right. like, what's going on? Right. 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 And and that's where they were sitting after 2014. Hmm. Um. Right. So moving on to 2015, again lost to Ole Miss. Right. Uh, get into the the playoffs, beat Michigan State 38 to nothing. Bad. 38 to nothing. Bad. <laughs> so that puts them in the national championship yeah. versus Clemson. And so the, the narrative that I saw, so your narrative that you have are pointing out, it makes a lot of sense. And um, the narrative that I have might be a little more fanciful oh, in my head what's, of what's how I have viewed what Nick Saban is thinking, and that is called revenge. Okay. Is I feel like you... His losses are so few that I feel like they hurt really bad. Oh, yeah. So, like, don't, like, like OSU, I feel like at the end of that game, Nick Saban's, like, looking at his person, and he's like, put them down in my book, and we will come and get them later. Little Mean Girl style, right? And they do. Spoiler alert. So, anyways, national championship versus Clemson in 2015, and they won. Yeah, and this is the first of many battles to come. That's right. So that's kind of just starts off that rivalry that will happen. Um, I, I mean, Trevor Lawrence isn't there yet. No, no, Who no. was there? So that may have been uh, Deshaun Watson. Oh, okay. He, I forgot about I him. don't know if he was their first quarterback. This is an SEC podcast, friends. I mean, don't expect <laughs> us to know. But they had three. It may have been Taj Boyd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think Watson... And then maybe there's someone I'm missing, but of course Lawrence was their last one. Right. Do you know how to pronounce their new quarterback's name? No, I don't know. We're gonna save that for another day. I'm gonna show you his name later. Oh gosh. And then okay. we're gonna we're gonna just see because it's like there's about six syllables in there and there's a lot of vowels and okay. some W's and H's doing a lot of work in there. Yeah. It's, it's it starts with a U. Oh wow. His first okay. name is D- we'll just call him DJ, DJ. through the season Thank because you. that's his first name. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this is that was Clemson's first uh, playoff appearance because mm-hmm. they had not reached the playoffs in the first year, 2014. Mm-hmm. And they're so gonna... that's also the Derrick Henry year. Yeah. I mean, so he does he there. does he win uh, Heisman? Yes. Okay. So 2015, Bama's back on top. 
here we are again, right? Mm-hmm. Third, uh, fourth national title uh, for Alabama in the Nick Saban era. Fifth for Saban overall. Good times in title town. That's right. So let's move on. 2016. Just steamrolling just, everybody yeah, steamroll. on their way to the national championship. Not with a clean slate. Yeah. So not much to say. There Who did really they beat isn't. 2016 in the uh, the semifinals? I don't have it. Someone not relevant? Yeah. Um, but they go to the national title, play Clemson again. Um, so this is also when you're thinking like, oh, is this going to be how it is every year? Like Clemson versus Alabama. Yeah, you know, here, here we are. Do. Yeah, this is where we're at. Um, oops. And this I have Deshaun Watson. So, okay. So there you um, go. So yeah. And then Clemson won. Yep. And that was. So uh, then Nick Saban gets his little book and is like, Dabo Sweeney. <laughs> you know how they, do you know how they lose that game though? It's the last play of the game. Tell me about it. Uh, Clemson drives down. Amazing game. Clemson drives down. Throws a little out route to wide receiver. Uh, Hunter Renfro. Uh, about five-yard pass. Ran a pick play. Should have been called for offensive pass interference. I hear you, Tuscaloosa. <laughs> uh, and uh, Clemson wins. And it was one of the uh, one of the greatest championship games. I think it kind of gets lost in the shuffle because there's been so many Alabama Clemsons. Mm-hmm. And like the next year's Alabama Clemson is going to mm-hmm. be great. Uh, in the final. Um, Not the next year. It might have been down the road, yeah. Yeah, yeah 2018. Um, but uh, it, it, it was it was a great game. Bama, by the way, you'll never guess who they beat that year in the... Who? Washington. That's probably why I didn't write it down, because <laughs> I was like, well, okay, cool. Get out of here, right? That's nice. But no, they lose it uh, 35-31. All right, okay. So then we come to 2017, and again, we've seen Alabama now, two straight years, the national title game, uh, 2017 is going to be one of those years where um, Saban has to kind of reset. Mm-hmm. He also, uh, uh, Kiffin, by this point, is gone. He's headed to Florida Atlantic. Right. Uh, more or less told to go. Right. Um, I think there was some personality clashing. Just a little bit, yeah. And there's so many fun clips about Saban and, and Kiffin having discussions on the sideline. It's not so much discussion. <laughs> But uh, you head into 2017, and this is, again, where we get another crazy Auburn year. Right. So their one loss is to Auburn that year in the main season, 26-14. And, yeah, I don't even remember that game. I do. Okay, tell me about it. We watched it, well, we watched it here, and we were on a trip down here in Georgia. Uh-huh. And we watched it uh, uh, and watched Auburn win. I mean, it was oh, Alabama didn't give the sense that that was one of their best teams, mm. and Auburn was able to win that game and, again, shut Alabama out. Mm-hmm. Alabama went from number one to not even put into the playoff mm-hmm. uh, because of that loss, because they weren't able to go to the SEC title game. So, really, for, for Alabama, here's the theme, is that when Auburn is good, Auburn usually beats Alabama. Right. Because Alabama's best seasons – 10, 13, 17, mm-hmm. they beat Alabama in all three games. So I think that maybe is something that kind of stick in Nick Saban's crawl a little bit is that when Auburn is good, Auburn usually beats Alabama. Right. That is the newspaper headline. Right, right. And like we've talked about before, that matters. Like that matters oh, yeah. to boosters, that matters to fans. Like sure. almost, I mean, I would say maybe even equal to a national championship. Like yeah. it matters if you win. The Iron Bowl. Uh, I don't really want to talk about 2017 anymore. 
because that oh, was a yeah. tough year for me. Oh yeah, I, I said that. Uh, okay, they I did. Totally they play. I think they played Clemson in the first. Yeah, round. I totally screwed up on that because they yeah. don't get shut out. That was thinking of twenty nineteen. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So twenty, they play Clemson when they in the lose first to, round. When they lose to, to Alabama again, so they then, they sneak in as the four. Okay, right. so they sneak in as the four. Right, and then they they go and uh, and, and beat uh, was it Clemson, Clemson. in mm-hmm. the in the semifinals, mm-hmm. and then Georgia right. awaits. I don't in know the, why you forgot this. I don't know why I did either. <laughs> uh, but Georgia awaits them in the national title game, and it's if we want to just sit on this for a second. I really don't. Um, I mean, you have to be professional here. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so what happened in that game? Face your fears. Okay. I don't like I you gotta say the details of it. I'll just leave it to one I'll just leave it to one thing. Mm-hmm. Overtime, Georgia has has I believe kicked a field field goal. Mm-hmm. Maybe they missed uh no, they kicked a field goal, that's mm-hmm. true. Uh Alabama uh sacked on the first possession mm-hmm. on the first play. It's now second and twenty six. And uh even more context for the game. Uh Jalen Jalen Hurts, who was a dominant quarterback for Alabama throughout the year, has been substituted at halftime for poor play for a uh, freshman. Right, because uh, Georgia was winning in the first half. Yes, and, um, and winning big. Right, and so then they set they put Jalen almost they put him down, but you know they put him to the sidelines, and then Tua. Tua Tungavaloa. Yes. Right? He comes in and we're and as a Georgia fan, you're thinking, okay. What a re- I mean, what a move. Like, yeah, what a move. Like they must be desperate. Now they're putting their their number two guy. We are doing good. <sighs> but it did not end that way. So Tua, Tua, Tua brings him back. Had the uh, game of his life, threw it to Devontae Smith in overtime. Second and twenty six. Uh the the Georgia secondary because at this point it's it, second and twenty six at this point, you just are trying to like keep everybody in front of you, mm-hmm. let them get fifteen yards, get back in field goal position. We know what Bama's kickers usually do. Right. Uh, which is if you're un, unfamiliar with it, it's usually not very good. Uh what the or how those end up. And they um let the wide receiver get behind him. Mm-hmm. And second and twenty six Alabama wins the national title uh on a walk off touchdown. Objectively for the neutral, you cannot get more exciting than a play to win the national t- one play to win the national title. Right. Can't right. can't get more exciting. For Georgia fans. It was fan, very exciting. Great. It was a very exciting game. And that's all you'll say about that. I'm sorry, I can't think of any other. I'll give you that. Yeah. So, got another national title in 2017. Yeah. Next year, let's just zoom through because mm-hmm. there's really 2018, another dominant year. Right. Crushing people to a leading up what seems to be a dominant offense because the, the kind of the narrative from that year, at least in the offseason, is Jalen Hurts returned as quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the question was going to be, you had this guy Tua who mm-hmm. comes in the national title game and, and leads them back to win. Who's going to be the quarterback? That was the discussion basically the whole of the summer in 2018. Right. Right. Uh, Tua wins the job. Alabama goes undefeated. Um, same old story, mm-hmm. same old song and dance. Their offense is the the Nick Saban evolution is complete. Right, right. now, Alabama is offense first with a great defense. Like you're not gonna touch them. Mm-hmm. Like there are no more losses to South Carolina. Right. There are no more losses to Ole Miss. Right. Like this is. 
final game boss level, you are taking them down. And, and you can even look at just the losses from t- 2016 on through 2020. Mm-hmm. The only teams that they have lost to are Clemson, Auburn, which we've already talked about that. Right. And arguably the greatest college football team of all time, LSU 2019. Right. Which we'll get to in a minute. They have reached like complete status. Mm-hmm. So you you go 12-0 in 2018. You get to the SEC title game. You're matched up with Georgia again. Right. And guess what happens? Tua gets hurt. Right. So, again, narrative, right? Mm -hmm. Here comes Jalen Hurts off the bench in a reverse of what had happened in a 2017 national title game. And Georgia is winning this game into the fourth quarter by double digits. Yep. And Jalen Hurts comes into the game and leads Alabama back. Y'all, to win. It, yes. That, this How, was the painful you, part of my research <laughs> that I was like, good God. It was just so hard. But I mean, like, you know, if we're all about narrative and storylines here, you know, like that, it doesn't get any better it than that no. as an Alabama fan. Disney and called, they also, want the script. I mean, right? really, yeah. And that's also what I'm talking about with, and I don't know what bone Alabama has to pick with Georgia because it's not like we've beat them. But, you know, like <clears throat> Nick Saban does not settle. You know, he does not settle for that kind of loss. Yeah. Like, you you just don't do that. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> so, yeah, they beat Georgia in a beautiful way. You're <laughs> they, just totally not I know. Those, I'm you? sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll you're, get, you're just earning the paycheck tonight, aren't you? Listen. So, yes, I know. I'll get more. Uh, maybe I'll learn to be more uh, non-biased. But... Mm-hmm. Right now, and I and I'm the one you talk to about. <laughs> that's true. You, you have to stop talking about Kentucky. I did you just not. Have to, you, I, I, I have hear not that all the time. I hear, yeah, I hear it all the time. I have not said that. So, um, okay. so it looks like Bama. Okay, win the SEC title game. It looks like here they go. They're off to 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 get more joy and, and satisfaction, and they run into Clemson right. in the title game, right. and they get smashed. Yep. It was one of those things where you're watching, you're like, am I really seeing what's going on right now? Is mm-hmm. there like this this, this young quarterback for Clemson who has this flowy, like, blonde hair? Like, is this, this sunshine from Remember the Titans? Is this really what's happening? 44-16 mm-hmm. to 16 hurts. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, pun not intended, Jalen. Uh, it, it was a, it was a you know, butt whooping. Yeah. And really, it's it's this point people are saying, you know, Clemson at 2018, now they've won two out of three mm-hmm. national titles. And mm-hmm. people are like, oh, is this the end? Is this the end of Nick Saban? Guys, it's never the end of Nick Saban. <laughs> it's just another... That just it, fuels him it, by you even re- thinking that. It really does. And everything is kind of lined up for 2019 for them to come back and to say, hey, we're back. This is what they do. They won 15, 17. You think they're going to win 19. But Hurricane... Orgeron hits. That's right. In in uh, Baton Rouge, and LSU has a phenomenal season. Right, and there, and like we've said before, there was just no touching LSU. There really wasn't. And uh, Tua got hurt again. Tua gets hurt uh, at the end of the season. The game after the LSU game, uh, Mac Jones comes in and performs well. More on that later. Uh, but alabama will lose to auburn again they lose to lsu and auburn these scores again this is indicative of what the sec is becoming they lose to lsu at home 46 41 they lose at auburn in what i believe was the best iron bowl 
fully of the decade, even though kick six was the best moment. I think the 2019 game was the most fun. Mm-hmm. They lose 48-45. to 45. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's a two-loss Alabama team that's not getting into the playoff. Uh, it's the first Alabama team to miss the college football playoff. Um, and it's... So should Saban be fired? Well, that's what everyone's <laughs> saying, right? Because LSU crushed them. Auburn... Uh, Bama goes on, wins their bowl game because that's what they do when they miss out of uh, the right. bowls uh, or the playoff. But it was uh, it, it was kind of one of those moments as the decade ended, like where is where is Alabama now, mm-hmm. right? Because Tua is leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be drafted. You're going to lose all his talent, wide receiver position. Um, they get a few wide receivers uh, in their, their, their talented group. They had at the end of 2019 to, to commit to come back to 2020. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a question of where's Alabama going to go from there. So Mm -hmm. just a couple of other stats that I have to kind of give us a, an indication of just how dominant Alabama was from the decade. And then we'll, we'll talk us superlatives. Um, so for, for Alabama, there's, this is kind of interesting to me. There were only two years that they, of the decade that they went undefeated in the SEC. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's always one thorn. Yeah, whether it be Ole Miss or Auburn. Right, there's LSU. always just one thorn, or South Carolina. Yeah, you know? so only two years did they go undefeated. Uh, and with, that's also a marker of being in the West, you know? Right, right. Like, I mean, you're you're going to have somebody that's going to... Sneak up and get you. Right. And that was in 2016 and 2018, and that's when the offense... I mean, offensive evolution mm-hmm. uh, was very, very hard to beat them mm-hmm. uh, in those years. Uh, this is this kind of blows me away too. They have been ranked number one in the AP poll every year at least once during the season since 2007. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, right? Most you know, years, I mean, are like starting it, number one, right? So. I know, like when while we're in it right now, it makes sense, right? And then to just sum it up, um, their losses. Um, here's who they they lost to. Mm-hmm. They lost 15 total losses. They lost to Auburn four times. Mm-hmm. So six and four against Auburn in the decade. Mm-hmm. Not bad if you're Auburn. Not at all. Um, they lost to LSU excuse me, three times. And then they lost to Clemson and Ole Miss twice. Mm-hmm. And then they have single losses to Ohio State, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, and South Carolina. And that's it. That's all they've done. Yep. So it's crazy. Kentucky yeah. lost more basketball games last year in one year than Alabama did in football the whole day. <laughs> that doesn't really mean anything. That just it came to not. my mind. It does not at all. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you cannot – I mean, we said this before. You cannot um, say anything but good things or amazing things about where we're at with Alabama football. I mean, it's, it's really amazing to watch. You know, I have a lot of feelings being on the other side of the field – no, I'm not playing. But no. you know, the other side of the stadium is them. But you know, it's it's truly amazing to watch mm-hmm. Nick Saban and what he's done. So, right. um, superlatives. All right, so let's start with best moment. What what you got? Well, it's second and twenty six. I didn't put that for a reason. <laughs> I mean, it has to be. Like sure. you win a national title game after two years after they lost the national title game. Um, no, my bad. A year after they lost the national title game on the last play of the game mm-hmm. to come back and win it on the last play of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
overtime mm-hmm. against the conference rivals. Georgia is not the natural rival, mm-hmm. but to to do it in such a way, mm-hmm. I mean, it ha- I feel like it has to be the best moment. Okay. I don't know what else. Like they don't really have another singular moment. Mm-hmm. Like they could say you got four national titles, but I feel like that has to be the best one. But right. apparently it isn't. What is it? I mean, maybe it is, but my non-biased mind today is just not yeah, you, going you, with it. Yeah, you, so I um, am going on the narrative that I have created for Alabama, and that is the revenge narrative. So I have the 2011 National Championship shutting out LSU after, um, and I would almost, I don't know if I'd call it embarrassing loss, but nine and six, it was... Yeah, I mean, it was a really good game because they're both really good. But, you know, coming back so quickly and being like, oh, no, we're not going to have a replay of that game. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. this is going to look very different. Like, two months later. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is A&M in 2013 kind of coming back after after Manziel beat them and beating them 49 to 42. Um, and just like the stats from that game, like McCarron had 334 yards. Manziel had 562 yards. I mean, it was like, compare like both of them. It was just kind of an amazing game. Right. So that's the narrative that I've chosen to focus on because Georgia is not okay. Well, a revenge. Well, we are on the other side now. But. Way to be objective. <laughs> That a Texas A&M regular season game <laughs> would be a better moment said, for Alabama than a national title winning moment where they throw a touchdown with second and 26. Listen, I create the narrative that I create. You have and created made something my, else. My decision. And I bet if I go and talk to Nick Saban, he's going to be like, you know what, Brittany? You're right. You're right. That game was here, really Terry, Here, meaningful. stay for dinner. Terry will make us something. Stop it. I would love that. Um, okay, let's move on to worst moment. Um, I think it's probably, like I'm tempted to say the kick six. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably, it's probably getting run out of the building by Clemson in 2018. Um because again, Clemson winning two out of three is just like a changing of the guard. It's just ridiculous to say because Bama had won, you know, they won the national title two of the three years before that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a, uh, it was so, you could say 2016 losing on the last play, mm-hmm. uh, 2018, I think getting beat in such a devastating way at the end after a great season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is uh that would be and the Jalen Hurts moment, the SEC title game. I think that would be their worst moment. Yeah, I actually had that one too, and the kick six, and Texas A and M in twenty twelve. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know it's fun because that's the the new budding rivalry, right? After yes. A and M. Now just run with it, right? Yes, just this give is you some the runway. narrative. It's because it's it's gonna come full circle, uh-huh. and y'all are gonna be like, you know what? Brittany said this. She knew. I she, knew. She knew out in front. Listen, what if I was like best friends with Terry and she told me, yeah, he lost sleep over that game. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Terry would have a lot to say about she probably that. probably would. All uh, right. What about rival? What do you think? Um, no, no. Let me stop. It's Texas A&M. <laughs> so there's a to, school in the West. You say it after your narrative that you've created that that's the only school that matters. We will see how this year pans out and I will... 
now I've fully adopted this narrative and will run with it the rest of Nick Saban's career at Alabama. That's, that's right. Um, I, I, like we said with Auburn, it's kind of hard to deny um, the impact of the – not impact, but the – the what's the word I'm looking for? The know, excitement of the of the Iron Bowl. Um, so Auburn, I think, has to be number one because they're the one that has been able to beat them yeah. so many times. But I think LSU also gets a, a star. Yeah, good job, LSU. I, for sure, I, I think LSU and Auburn. But I don't think Alabama wants Alabama fans would want to say that because they they're kind of at this point they look at that as punching down. Right. So for Alabama, really, the only team you can punch level is Clemson. Right. And so I would, you know, with the fact that they've met what four times in the, the college football playoff, I think that that's for me that's their top rival. And also the other thing to kind of add to that is Dabo, the coach of Clemson. Where did he play? He played at Alabama, and I think there's, at least in my mind, you know, I think if if whenever Saban retires, I think you at least have to call Dabo and say, would you want? I don't think he will at this point. I think Mm -hmm. maybe five years ago you think about it, but I think at this point, uh, you know, you can see him as an heir apparent. I don't think he's going to come, but you know, they have a two and two record against Clemson in the college football playoff, and you know, Auburn obviously, but I think Alabama is at a at a level where Auburn is still punching down because mm-hmm. Alabama ain't going three and nine in 2012, right, you know? So, right. uh, I think that's, that's where it is, but you know, it's going to be A&M after this year. I think we can all agree on that. I think we can. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So let's go on to 2020. Yeah. So what happened last year? It's, you know, it was a bad year. It was it? a bad year for everyone except Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because Alabama basically watched what LSU did in 2019 and said, we're going to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just kind of to give us some perspective again, you have the two years, you had the two year gap, 18 and 19, where Alabama didn't win the title. Right. And here they go again. Right. right? Uh, so 2020 was Alabama's year. Uh, absolute dominance and all SEC schedule did not slow them down. Um, really the only close game, it, the scoreline flatters Alabama because their trip to Oxford against Ole Miss was a very good game. Mm -hmm. And really Lane Kiffin was the only team outside of Florida and the national and the SEC title game that was able to score on Alabama. So their defense was back. The offense was record shattering. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mac Jones, Devonte Smith, both Heisman finalists. Devonte Smith winning mm-hmm. the uh, the the Heisman Trophy as wide receiver, and they even played most of the season without arguably a better wide receiver in Jalen Waddle. Right. I mean, if you go back and watch that 2019 Iron Bowl game, mm-hmm. he was the best player on the field. Right. And for them to be that dominant, it's it almost gets to the point of unfair. Yeah, you know, like Najee Harris, and then even like um, Landon Dickerson, Alex Leatherwood, like they all are. NFL right. like you know like their top seven or eight players are now gone but yeah and you know if we didn't really spend much time in this uh podcast talking about individual players you know why because it doesn't matter yeah because they just bring more talent in there's always going to be someone else then those early days for Nick Saban it was always the running backs mm-hmm. right Mark Ingram Trent Richardson mm-hmm. eventually Derrick Henry I mean those would be like uh Eddie Lacy, you know, those are the names from those early years. But now lately it's been the wide receivers. Right. Uh, you, you know, in the early years, he still had those two, Julio Jones, Barry Cooper. 
yeah. later on it's Calvin Ridley mm-hmm. and um Jerry Judy mm-hmm. and I'm I'm missing you know, Devontae Smith mm-hmm. and there's some others which I'm not thinking of their names but they're all over the NFL right right so like the talent is is just a it's just a factory I think that Nick Saban had a press conference uh, where he he said a line to the the press where he was like, y'all think we just shit out another player when we, oh, man, I got to put the explicit tag on this now. <laughs> no. But, but we we just do that. You know, every time we lose a guy or a guy graduates, so guess what, Nick, you do. Yeah. You do, and you're yeah. doing that to yourself, right? So, like, that's just where Alabama is, is that they've been in their recruiting and development. Mm-hmm. They've been on top for so long. It just doesn't matter. They're going to bring someone else. So even this year, people are like, you know, after 2020 where they, they go on to beat Notre, they beat Florida in a great SEC title game, 52-46. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they dominate Notre Dame and Ohio State in the college football playoff. And you're like, well, the quarterback's leaving, running back's leaving, uh, wide receivers are leaving. Defense loses some stars. Like, surely they'll come down. Guess what? They're not going to come down. And, you know, you also look at, like, you know, okay, well, if he's not, uh, you know, if he has the depth chart to be able to, like, continue to just dominate, well, surely he's had the consistency of coaches and stuff. But, no. No, not at all. Not at all. Mm -hmm. He has, like, five new coaches this year, and that's not abnormal. Yeah. And he still is super consistent. He's had four ADs. You know, like they're like the only thing consistent is Nick Saban, you know, mm-hmm. and that that to me says so much about him. And let's all remember, Nick Saban did not coach a game last year because he tested positive for COVID. That's right. He did. And they still won. And I don't know if we really do people talk about that. That was the Iron Bowl that he tested positive before the Iron Bowl. Mm-hmm. And they I won mean, anyway. Didn't Auburn. Alabama go poison trees in Auburn? Like, did someone go mess with his test? Classic moment. Like, did we, did anybody look into that situation? Yeah, it didn't stop anybody. Yeah. I guess not. But listen, here's the thing. If you recruited the level they do, talent's going to win, especially when you got the most amount of good players. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody can have a good player, but he's got good players everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that's a little, I think it's a little overrated with the coaching fluidity. Because he his word is law, and like everybody's going to be working within those guidelines, and you have the the, the pieces on the chessboard to work with already. They can put me at as offensive coordinator. I think they still win ten games. So mm. hey, hey, give me some credit. <laughs> I just think go out throw the ball right. Um, so I it's just absolute dominance. Yeah. And this year will be interesting because again, new new offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien, mm-hmm. who was. Uh, uh, the Texans. Coach, Houston Texans has college experience. He was the Penn State coach uh, mm-hmm. after Joe Paterno uh, and all that happened. Um, but they're, like I said, new playmakers needed, new running backs, new quarterback, and Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. The defense should be, you know, still good. The schedule is interesting. Okay. Uh, they start out with Miami, mm-hmm. which they'll win. Right. Um, even though it's a sexy game oh, and matchup. Is it? That's Miami. Is Miami sexy? Always. Oh, okay. Oh, we have to learn about Miami. I guess so. I just think of Mark Rick. To Mark Rick. Oh no, no, I love him, but he was not sexy. (laughs) That is not sexy, Miami. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like late '90s, early 2000s, late '80s, Miami. Um, but then they've got the third game of the year to the Swamp. Mm Mm-hmm. That's their cross. Well, that's their random. Their cross one is Tennessee. Right, but that's their other game this year. Yeah. And then they have to go to, wait for it, 
College Station. Mm-hmm. So Texas A&M on the road. You know how one, that's going to be. I know. They're also playing at Auburn this year. You know how that usually ends that's up. That's true. Although Auburn probably will not be that good. Um, so that's that's where we're headed. Guess what? Alabama's going to be good this year. They're going to win. Uh, they're probably going to lose one game. They're going to end up in the SEC title game. They're going to beat Georgia. They're going to go to the playoff, and they're probably going to play Clemson in the national title game. I'm sorry. This is just how it's going to work out. I don't out. like any of that. So, Well, like just get used to it. That's been I the story. I am used to it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, if they're going to have one loss, who is it going to be? They're going to lose at A&M. That's the one I was going to pick. Well, pick another one. You can't take my story that I am creating and adopt it as your own. Well, I just learned from it. Oh my goodness! I do think that that A and M actually game no, is I don't think good. they're gonna lose to A and M. Ole Miss, Elaine Kiffin, Ole Miss. It could happen. It's in Tuscaloosa. That hadn't stopped Ole Miss before. And that Florida game is gonna be really good. I feel like if it was yeah, later, I don't know if Florida's that good. I don't think. Oh, they're that good. okay. Well, we'll get there. Okay, we will we'll get there. Not next week. I'm but... good with a not good Florida too. I'm fine so with that. So that one's I'm gonna okay with me. Have to, I'll go ahead. And, I'll go and work on my. Why don't Florida you work bias. on your bias? Right, you need to be a little bit Listen, more objective. I, I have no problems with I never said Alabama. I was going to be objective. Well, you've told me I have to be objective. Yes, but I never said I was going to be objective. Well, it's not very flattering. <laughs> Gosh. All right. So next week or next time, whenever we do this, what? Are, where are we going? <laughs> oh Lord, is that Peppa Pig? That is. <laughs> Can you tell we have little kids? Uh, we are headed to the Hogs. Headed to the Hogs. Headed to the Hogs. Fayetteville, Arkansas. I'm excited about this one. Lots of depression over the last decade. <laughs> yeah, but some exciting moments. And when? When they beat, uh, who did we talk about that they beat? Ole Miss. They beat Ole Miss. That's the exciting moment. Okay. Well, you know. <laughs> it is kind of a devi- deviation from alabama slightly so so we'll talk about a lot of losses and there'll be more work to do in like learning the coaches that they've had yeah because they've had a couple they're gonna be they're gonna be pretty good i think this was kind of nice i didn't have to learn all the coaches right because there's just been one we'll be doing that again uh next time so arkansas next time we'll get into that and we'll we'll cover it there so i'm ben i'm Brittany, and it's been you me and the sec bye bye